You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about Sergio Leone's The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. You no trouble. Me, Fifth Element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Welcome to the podcast. We're your host. I'm Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, Mr. Jared Callen. Damn, I was just about to take a sip of coffee. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I did that to be a How you doing, Brian? (laughs) Whoa. I'm doing good. Oh, Boomer, you're getting a little excited. I've never seen you do a spin like that. (laughs) And with us also, James Young. Hi there. Hey, buddy. You guys ready ready to talk about some uh, spaghetti westerns here? Yeah. Do you have the spaghetti ready? Oh no! I, I did not. I didn't bring any. I didn't know it was like. <laughs> you a imagine pot us lot? like slurping spaghetti. Well, so um, that's good sauce. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that would be bad. This is not the first time we have talked spaghetti westerns. We we did talk about uh, a fistful of dollars, which is the first entry into the dollars trilogy, or the man with no name trilogy. Although so we saw the first one, was I a part of that? No, I don't think so. Because we covered <sighs> so, that with Yojimbo. Okay. Because Sergei Leone got uh, got sued by Kurosawa, the filmmaker of Yojimbo, for pretty much you know stealing that film. Yeah, well, it's a, yeah, it's pretty closely a ripoff. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he he got sued. He got sued. He lost that, and um, yeah, here we are. Hmm. This is the third one. Now they're not really connected. The sequels are. I don't really know why they're a trilogy, other than I think this one's a prequel. Is it supposed to be a prequel? Happens like before the uh, you know during the Civil War, and the other ones apparently happen after. And you see well, him get the the poncho at the end. Yeah, you do see him get the poncho at the end. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I mean, Lee Van Cleef's character here is not the same character that he is in um, for a few dollars more. It's a few. Which which one is he in? It's, uh, yeah, it's a few dollars more. more yeah, that, that Lee Van Cleef's in as well, right? Yeah, because he teams up with like Clint Eastwood. Yeah, and they're actually friends in that one. Yes, and he's uh, avenging his murdered daughter, right? Yeah, yeah. He's he actually has like the moral. High ground, I guess, in that movie where, you know, Clint Eastwood's always the anti-hero. I'll kill anyone for a dollar. Right. I think he's actually... Unless he doesn't want to. <laughs> I think in a f- for a few dollars or more, that actually ends with him uh, 
counting dead bodies in the back of a uh, cart he's stacking them into. You know, yeah. That's right. He's got the wagon full of yeah, dead bodies. bodies. <laughs> he's going to go collect all the bounties. On <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. You know, nice dark humor. You know, you got to get paid. <laughs> so uh, I take it everybody's seen this before, right? No. You'd never seen this? This too? was my first viewing today. What? Jared, what? For real? I'd, really? I'd totally seen... Um, <clears throat> I'd, I'd totally seen uh, the you know the shootout at the end. Okay, I'd seen that before. The big standoff. Yeah, I'd seen that on YouTube. Um, but you, um, you hadn't <laughs> seen the one where. Oh, okay. <laughs> I saw it on YouTube. I watched that on YouTube. Um, <laughs> what, what, what did you think of that out of context? Like I can't even imagine just watching that scene. Completely I kind of thought that's how the movie was going to be the whole time. Just people staring at each and other. And then when there was like humor and um, I don't know, there was a, a bit of adventure in the movie. You know, all these things. I was. Uh, it was way better than I was expecting it to be. All right. <laughs> you had never seen this. No, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm, I'm, wow. You'd be surprised what I haven't seen. I've seen wow. a lot of things, but there are some really big things that I haven't seen. Yeah, I bet there's some big things you haven't seen. <laughs> right, right. You haven't been around long enough to show me. Right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> I, did Tarantino's like whole like uh, filmography and a lot of his choices? Just uh, my actually, one of my view? first notes that I wrote when I was writing notes on this, I was like, "Fucking Tarantino, what?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, especially that like opening scene where the guys like you know um, they're sitting at a table talking or whatever and then I was just like that whole um, what's the d- shooting people under the floor that whole intense sequence with the milk and everything yeah yeah with Christoph Waltz yeah with Christoph that, that's Inglourious yeah, Bastards Inglourious Bastards there it is I was it. searching for that name sorry Anyways, I couldn't think yeah, of it either that's, it just feels like that and, and, and the way that he builds tension in, in scenes the, like there's there's like 15 minutes at the beginning of this movie that's fucking silent yeah yep. and it's all told with eyes <clears throat> which uh, I kind of figured, all right, so which is really weird because I'd seen the, the shootout at the end, which is all eyes and close-ups, and then the first beginning of this movie is like all close-ups and eyes, and I'm like, this fucking movie is going to be three hours of close-ups and eyes! <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's what Leone's known for. I mean, this, There'll yeah. also be some whip pans. There'll be lots of whip pans. <laughs> I don't remember, like, they do a lot of the snap zooms. They're, they're definitely yeah, like pushing. They do those. I love the camera in this. I think it's shot extremely well. It's very pretty. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was so low budget though. They shot um, they like shot it in two that, million, right? Uh, I think it was one million, one point something. Yeah, one point two. But uh, they shot it in technoscope and they they used it. Uh, they did two perf, so they're only shooting on like half of the the negative. Oof. So they could use uh, they didn't have to use uh, anamorphic glass. It doesn't look that noisy though. I know, right? It looks great. That doesn't it doesn't look for two perf. It doesn't look very noisy. Well, most of it's shot outside outdoors, right in the daylight. That's well, yeah, but you still I'm even thinking the, the stuff, the set good, stuff, though. man, it looks great. Yeah, although, man, I always hate it. I always hate the uh, whenever you're inside and they have like the the backdrops. They always look so fucking terribly painted. It made me think of um, Three Amigos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I just try not to look. But at it's it. okay because it feels like a Western story. You know, it's it's, it's fantasy. It has a, it has a fantasy thing to it well, like because well, this is like a western adventure but that's one thing. thing i do like about the movie is how big it feels you know for like a million dollar budget and uh I mean, okay so it I, feels massive yeah it, even adjusted for inflation that's still like less than 10 million dollars today can you imagine making this for under 10 million yeah because just think that think there's just they do these shots in this movie where like 
it, it looks like they're they're in a two shot and they're walking and it looks like okay we're we're on a journey we're going to be gone for a while and then they come up on like the camp or whatever and then they 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 get attacked by people and then it just happens to pan and they're right there at the camp already and it's just massive this happens a lot in this movie where shit is they're like facing toward the camera you know you're shooting like a shot at them and there's the massive shit around them that, that they should be reacting to but they don't until it's like right on top of them yeah. kind of like the um the T-Rex at the end of Jurassic Park. Sure. Oh, yeah. That's, ex- yeah, that's exactly what it's like. Or that giant robot in uh, Terminator Salvation. Yeah, yeah. That oh, there's a lot of that in this movie, which is good. Yeah. But it's cool, though. It, it, it plays really well. Well, you can only see what the frame sees, right? You right. know, that's what the characters see. They're seeing yeah, they're, what they're we not, see they're in not the actually audience. looking forward at all. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. They do just kind of stumble upon that. Uh, oh, yeah. That battlefield. Oh, even the cemetery. Like, oh, the way yeah. It, that's. Yeah, yeah, totally. He just rolls into it, and it's like, well, wait a minute. Wait, he he's rolled. right there. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah like no, it's, just, it's yeah. crazy. But it's also it's like really surprising how big the cemetery was. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, holy shit. You don't really get it until that, that huge, huge wide shot. Do you think that's real? Um, no, they built that. So that's a set. Yeah, well, yeah, they had the Spanish army built that. Well, the Spanish army, we were um, hearing on the behind the scenes, they built most of Every, everything outdoor, they built all the the bridge and all that stuff. I was wondering why they had a battle circle, like you know, like a like a fighting ground in the middle of a, you know, this is where you like train vampires and shit. I don't know what the right. purpose of this <laughs> of this circle in this the middle of this like. <laughs> it does look like something you'd have in a cult, some kind of a cult. Yeah, I know. It's just like you got all these like crosses like around us, you know. <laughs> Step out of the circle oh and you will gosh. die, you know. <laughs> That's exactly what it looked like with all that cobblestone or Dude, whatever. I'm telling that stone you, was. yeah, in the middle of the desert, just pops up out of nowhere. Yeah, you're just totally like, right. you know. <laughs> and, and I was saying when he's running, uh, when Tuco's running away from, he's like, "Well, I'm going to make a break for for the uh, graveyard, which is right here. <laughs> they, can, they should see it from right where they're standing. Right, I can fire a cannon at. Uh, he can fire a cannon at me, and I'm just going to, you know, just start running for it. And I'm just going to run around. It's going to be fine. He'll never catch me." It's a hundred yards though. Well, there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do like that up though because uh, I do like that because Leone sets that up even from the beginning shot where you get that uh, you get the huge vista you don't see anything and then all of a sudden a guy's face just pops up into frame and you're in a close up. Yeah, and it's just like well that's how this movie's going to be. What, right. But just things just pop up into frame out of nowhere. You just yeah, like graveyards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just his style, and he's like, "This is what we're doing in this movie." And hey, he look, there's an army movie. right here. Look, yeah, look, yeah, oh, yeah, like the entire army yeah. camp is right there. Yeah. Goes, but that that's a map painting, right? So when they get captured and they get taken to the army camp or whatever, and they get taken down, and you see this like rolling vista, like, like this this view of like no, that that was that was that's all, real. Yeah. So they went in because I was like, wow, there's so many, you know, just. Just building that, or even, or even just digging the trenches for this for the scenes where they're like walking through the trenches, just building all those sets. I was like, that money, they stretched that money out really well. Spanish Army, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, we're digging, we're digging trenches today. Fuck. <laughs> and the, uh, the Spanish Army like blew the bridge up uh, on accident when the cameras weren't rolling the first time. Oh, they had to rebuild that bridge. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I thought that the wood looked very green. There's some like shots with the, the, the it looks brand new, like when they're right. they're going down the middle. I mean, yep. it's like straight up. <laughs> Green palm tree looking shit. <laughs> they were like, "Quick, we gotta chop some trees down and fucking build this bridge." Oh man, can you imagine that? Oh yeah, there's another bridge where they march a bunch of people across a moat or something like that, and the bridge is kind of shaking a little bit. And I was like, "Man, I was wondering, is this thing safe?" <laughs> yeah, so they're doing the parade of people. Yeah, I know. What you're, yeah, 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 yeah. There's some moments where the sets shake. Yeah, 
Yeah. When people, there was there was somebody like got hit and they rolled against the wall and it kind of like wiggled a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> the background that. moves. And like when the three guys come in to uh, shoot Clint Eastwood and it, the spurs give him away. Yeah. And when he shoots the last one, he hits the back wall. And That's it right. Shakes the it totally whole shakes set. the wall. It's like, oh, I shouldn't have used that tape. But. No, and, and, and he goes, Spurs. And I'm like, what? Like, oh, okay. You know, it's just like, yeah, I get it. But like, I don't know. He He's giving it. He's like, that was your tell, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, Tuco comes in later. And he's like, there's two kinds of people. I know, I know, I know. I'm just talking about this. I was just like, what? <laughs> oh, that's a cool sequence. I, I really like that. I, I like how they, they build that and they use the sound um, with the cutting back and forth. I think that's. So every, every line in this thing is ADR, on. right? Yeah. Everything. Crazy, huh? It's insane. They shot it silent, and I could not... I don't really 100% know why they shot it silent. Like, everybody's got a bunch of different theories on it. And it's, they're changing a lot of the lines, too. Like, especially, like, the guy who rolls in with no legs. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? He, like, oh, bounces uh, into the frame. What did they call him? Shorty. Shorty. That's what they call him. <laughs> hey, half oh. soldier. It's like, like, whoa. When he, his, his lines are completely replaced, like, like with different dialogue. Like they like every now and yeah, then. Yeah, he they may can't. not he might not be speaking English. Oh yeah, no, he was speaking a different language. That's why. Yeah. Oh. The cast was speaking Whatever Italian, yeah. uh, French, German, Spanish, and English. So yeah. it's fucking insanity on set. Sure. They're, you're just speaking in the language they know and they're just reacting to each other. So there might be Clint Eastwood might be speaking in, to somebody in English and they're speaking in Italian to back to Clint Eastwood. Yeah, like when That's Tuco's, fucking insane. When Tuco's talking to his brother, they he had no idea uh, Eli uh, Welch. He had no idea what that guy was saying. It was playing his brother. You know, is it Welch or Wallach? You know, Wallach. And that's, that's what it is. Why do you say Welch? At certain points, uh, I, I was thinking Wallach. that it felt like I was watching anime with with the way that the dialogue was laid in on top of everything with the, with the mouths not exactly right. You know what I mean? I was just like, <laughs> it feels like I was watching a dubbed anime. <laughs> I know what you mean. It, it is weird. It's, <laughs> no, it's a, it takes a minute just to because you're not used to that. We're not used to seeing movies like this, and it just like you know. It <laughs> and there's some weird panning things, like um, oh, there's a lot of weird panning. Yeah, there's a lot th- of. There's panning. some interesting like it, it feels like they just laid laid a layer in and didn't like mix it. It just kind of like sets to one side. What do you mean? I um, uh, actually have a, a marker to to remember. Okay, so it's it's when Angel Eyes uh, frees Blondie from the Confederate prison. All right. He goes in and he tells him, you've changed partners, but you've still got the same deal. You know, and he's like, uh, well, I'll work for half. It's, it's when he says that line, he cut, it cuts over to, uh, like, the reaction shot, and all the whole all the sound goes to the right, and it kind of sticks over there, and it sounds like it's, like, a completely different ADR. And then when it cuts back to his shot... It's it's clean again. Were you listening to this on YouTube? <laughs> no, there. Okay, so no, I, I watched it uh, through uh, iTunes. I got I got I got it on iTunes. Did you watch the three hour cut? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, no, it was like two. It was like almost three hours. Was it? Yeah, two fifty eight, something like that. Okay, um, because there's a, a did did Blondie and is there, is there a different cut of this? I mean, would, yeah. Was was Blondie and Tuco taking a bath together in like a stream? Uh, that that's, sounds sexy, uh, but I don't know. I mean, that was the dream I'm going to have later. That's it. James Young cut. Uh, because good bad thing. Real soon. <laughs> He's going to bring them back together at their age now. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, um, we'll just do what uh, Scorsese did, the Irishman. We're going to age him down. Uh, no, they're, they're at the bath. There is a bath scene, which I thought was pretty badass. Oh, when he goes in there and... Uh, yeah, and he like, shoots from out of the bathtub. Because you always got to carry your gun with you, no matter what. If you're going to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. <laughs> I love that line. The, the the extended cut of the the movie that's almost three hours that's the original uh, uh, restored Italian cut 
Because when um, United Artists released it here, um, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly in the United States. Cut an hour out of it? Yeah. Well, no, it was... Uh, it was <laughs> they cut a lot out of it. Uh, it was 161 minutes. So, you know, like, what, 19-some minutes out of the movie. When I first saw it, it didn't have the, uh, you know, it didn't have the Tuco gun shop scene. That, was, that wasn't in there. I like that oh, scene. was it not? No, originally, I, I remember seeing like... the TV... I don't think it was. God, I don't think the original scene when I saw. Man, I, I've seen the extended cut the the most probably because I mean that's that's what they wrote. You know, me too. What they released on DVD and everything. It was like, oh, let me get that. But um, yeah, anyway, all all that scene, all the added scenes, they actually had to bring back uh, Eli Wallach and Clint Eastwood as they were in two thousand two to redub their lines. So in those in those new editions, it does sound. So, so which different. scenes exactly? Um, it's any of the uh, added scenes. I know one um, is like when Tuco goes and gets the three bandits to kill Clint Eastwood. He hires right. them. That's an added scene. Um, <sighs> I can't remember all of them. Uh, you know, it's That's been so cool. long since I've seen the original cut, actually. I haven't seen that since like TBS days. This yeah. is the definitive cut. It was a lot. It was a lot gone. Yeah. And I, th- I think a lot of it was Tuco. I think a lot of they shaved Tuco down because there was so much of him, which is a shame. He he makes the movie. He really kind of feels like the main character mostly. He, he really kind of like it's his story. It is kind of Tuco's story, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you see him, you know. Yeah. He has to fall out with Blondie, tracks Blondie back down, then he tortures Blondie and almost kills him, and then realizes he he's got to keep him alive to uh, so he can find that gold, that darn gold. I was reading this thing that was saying that these three films are kind of like uh, if you think of like sitting around the campfire and someone telling a story about somebody. And so uh, that's why they're all different. You know what I mean? That's why there's subtle differences because it it's, it's people's interpretations of stories that they've heard. If you think about spreading the story that way. So this one was probably told by Tuco himself. It's, it's, it kind of makes him in the light, kind of leans into him. Huh. I don't know. Sure. <clears throat> yeah. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's definitely the only character with yeah. a, a character arc. They, no, nobody else really has one in the movie. Although he kind of fails. He fails his arc at the end. What do you mean by not checking his gun? Well, no. I mean, he could have. I mean, Clint Eastwood and him, they, they, they do partner up again in, at the end of the movie. Right. And they even tell each other the other half of their secret, right? You know, it's like, uh, I know where the, the cemetery is. You know the name on the tombstone. Let's tell each other. And Tuco's the one that portrays and tries to get away on the horse. It's like, uh, sure, but yeah, Eastwood's already there. lied to him. <laughs> wow! But then Blondie shows off his badass cannon skills. Yeah, I, I just <laughs> that was fucking awesome. Like, I'm so awesome, dude. It's the coolest. He can calculate cannon fucking trajectory. Yeah. So once he tells me what to do, I'm not going to try to shoot him or knock him out. What I'm going to do is I'm going to jump on that horse, ride 60 feet over there, and get that gold, and then ride off <laughs> before he can come find me. Right. Why does it take him so long to get over there? <laughs> so you can have those giant panning shots where he those, like runs like that shot. Those, that's the scene of him running around, although really oh, cool. And I'm like, wow, this is kind of crazy to pulling off some of these shots with these massive cameras. It is. Um, great. Holy shit, that's really long. Like <laughs> of him like running around trying to find with all the pans, with all the pans, with and all the, the yeah long lens pan it, it, shots. It yeah. seems very uh, man. It could have been another minute longer I would have been fine with it uh, geez, I love every minute of it dude I thought it was a little I was I was like they're really long. pushing the envelope and, and then they just show you stuff that you, that's, that's nothing but just swirling it's it, it does when there's no when he's not in the shot and it's just swirling around really fast to give you that thing speed it is like you're watching a Bourne movie you know 
Yeah. Well, yeah, that's great. That's his. You're cutting into his POV. You know. His, no, no, his, <laughs> it's cool. It's just a little long. Ah, man, I, I love it. I love the way it builds. Like how you start so far back from him, and then we work closer and closer and closer, and then you get his POV and. I think they did a good build. The photography in this does that a lot, especially I mean, even at the yeah. at the beginning, they set this precedent that we're going to like set these really long, wide, like long angle shots, and then we're going to like, I mean, hell, they'll, they'll punch from like extremely wide to like into someone's eyes and then back out and then, back you know, out yeah. and then ba- back into a, just a, a long, <laughs> you know, where they're just like ants in the frame, right? And yeah. then back to somebody's eyes. <laughs> okay. I mean, hell, the opening shot—I didn't even see him coming in the distance yeah, the first time. Like I had to rewind it and watch it again. I, you know, I just saw the dog walk across the frame, but like it cuts back. You don't even really notice that they're coming until the second shot. So I rolled back. And said, what were they already coming? Yeah. Okay. Cool. It wasn't just like a. Like they popped up at like vampires or something. Yeah, if if it wasn't for that town in that beginning, you know, uh, scene, I don't think I would know when they flipped the line to, to show you the other side. Yeah, and the other guys coming. I don't know if I'd notice that if they didn't have <laughs> something if, in the foreground yeah, to, to kind of plan it. I need yeah. a town on one side. Don't put buildings on the yeah. other. That way, the <laughs> that way we know. know what the fuck's happening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it wasn't. If it wasn't for geography, you would be ooh, you would be lost. It'd be harder. It would be hard to find people in frame. So how are they moving these cameras around out there in the desert? Is it all Dolly? Well, I mean, a lot of that you were talking yeah, about right. the graveyard scene. That's not Dolly. That's just that's panning. Kind of a tripod, yeah. That's just that's just a lot of panning on the sticks. Yeah, with a long telephoto lens following them. Just thinking of all this tracking stuff with them walking. I was just thinking, like, are, are they are they just setting up for a specific shot? Okay, we're going to take this fifteen feet and we're going to stop. <laughs> And we're going to move everything again, you know, to, to get this other thing and then take this up 15 feet and we're going to stop. It probably took three days to shoot these damn what, walking scenes. Which which ones are you talking about? <laughs> I, don't, I can't pull anything. Oh, it, I, I know I know the sequence you're talking about. It's uh, when um, Tuco's making uh, Clint Eastwood walk through the desert. Yeah, yeah, and okay, he's, yeah. He's like just dying of thirst and his face is all wiltering up. Man, there's just, just like the, ma- the amount of in shots and, and the angles and all the stuff they're doing just out in the middle of the desert just seems like with these mass. I just, I just, just picturing these massive cameras. Just the undertaking, what it takes to to get to get that done. Is just that's phenomenal. the part. The only part of the movie that feels a little long to me is when he's walking through the desert. But I feel like you need it to get the heat and I don't know. It just it works. And a lot of time has to have passed afterwards because you know his face comes back to normal. It's pretty grody in that. <laughs> Ugh, that putty they put on his face for makeup, whatever that was, man. Ooh, it was rough. Was it? Was it? Weren't those turds or something? I don't. Dude, like they made them after whatever. Quick, grab the bird crap and spit it on his face. <laughs> I think it was like Elmer's glue. You know, if you, if you ever like put Elmer's glue in your fingers and you let it dry, and then they just kind of paint over it. I can see that. Yeah, I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. What are you gonna do? They, they only had a million dollars, and Clint Eastwood like sucked up uh, like a quarter of that. So. Now, saying it, it didn't have a big budget, it did make $25 million, uh, $25 million at the box office. It's and not bad. It, it was huge. It was Clint Eastwood's biggest hit until Dirty Harry came out. And it was his biggest, uh, his highest grossing Western until, um, what was it, Outlaw Jonesy Wales. Oh, wow. So, I mean, it's not like... I haven't seen that either. Oh, for real? For real. Oh, dude, I we love that a Western a Oh, man, that was like my 12-year-old. Oh, 12-year-old me would have been like, Outlaw Jonesy Wells is better than the good, the bad, and the ugly. Ooh, I don't know about that. That's a, Shut a up, little Brian. Oh, yeah. 12-year-old me, bro, would have argued with you. Would have been like, oh, no, that's great. I'm talking right now to uh, 12-year-old Brian. <laughs> oh, man. Lee Van Cleef. I'm just looking at Lee Van Cleef there. What a great villain in this. I mean, the, the characters, yeah. the, th- the main three are fantastic. Lee Van Cleef is it's just that stare he's got. And just the, His look is and amazing. smirk. Man, and they all have different like looks. 
when they're all staring each other down, they all have like a different little tick and different kind of squint. Clint Eastwood's always just super calm and cool. Chewing on a cigar. Right? Lee Van Cleef's got that devil stare with the eyes squint. <laughs> He's like, yeah. And then uh, Tuco's like super, super, super jumpy and squirrely. You know, that's, he, dude's uh, Jewish. He's not even... I know. <laughs> this isn't the first time he's played a Mexican either. He yeah. was, uh, was it, um, what's the Yul Brynner, uh, Western? Um, fucking Seven Samurai. Uh, it's called Magnificent Seven. Seven. Magnificent Seven. He's in that. He's a villain in that. He does a good job. But this is back when, you know, they couldn't find any Mexicans to be in film. Right. They were nowhere. <laughs> there were none of them around. They yeah. just didn't exist yet. You know, yeah. Mexico. They, they, had, they hadn't had crossed no... the border yet, you know, into <laughs> Hollywood. There were no tacos in Hollywood. Could well, you imagine now that? this they were in Spain. <laughs> they were they were shooting this in Spain. Yeah, oh, that's that, oh, that's true. My bad. Yeah, so there definitely weren't any Mexicans over there. Okay. Makes sense, right? They were Spaniards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I am always impressed that uh, I can't really tell that much of a difference between the Spanish West and what we have here in America. I mean, you can if I you look know, at John Ford. There's mountains and all that. The way that about looks. Monument Valley, how that looks. I don't know. Well, this just looks like this looks like desert. It just looks like desert yeah. until until you until like you're saying you're walking along, and all of a sudden the, they cut to him looking up, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're here at the we're here at the, the river, and, the, and there's <laughs> there's two armies clashing, right? Well, I like the you always see the mountains in the background. Yeah, there's some there's some giant mountains in the background. Yeah. Of this. and you do see the there's the whole when the cavalry comes up when they uh, when they come up to the cavalry and they're. Uh, and they're just coated in all that the, the dust. I love that shot when he thinks that they're they're on the Confederate side. He comes up and he just stops and he starts to beat it all off, and it shows the blue underneath. It's excellent. Yeah, it's weird. And then uh, you know, so Angel Eyes is out there. I guess you know, you, he's a uh, you think he's just a killer, uh, a traveling killer, uh, and hunting people down for money. But he's actually that's his side gig. He's actually fully. He's got. Uh, he actually has full time employment working for the Union Army. At a, oh, it's interesting right. that our bad guy works for the Union side. No, so I, I is, thought are he making a statement. I thought he went and he, he went and got a position. Is that the, what's going on at the Union Army? Once he found out that Bill Carson. Oh yeah, he's 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 hunting. He's so that was part. Down that's Bill part Carson. of his. Yeah, yeah I, I think I thought that's what. Or, or were they trying to imply that he was? I don't know. He was always there. I don't know. It's just weird because you know they say your friend's going they're going to beat your friend till till uh, he talks and it's like, well, wait a minute, did he just get there or has he been there the whole time? Is, is he is he this is his day job and he just moonlights as a <laughs> as a mercenary? Yeah, as a mercenary. <laughs> well, there has been a lot of time passed because Clint Eastwood did have to get healed in that uh, I don't know whatever that monastery was. Yeah, he had know? to hang there for a bit. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he got hired there either. or not. I've always wondered like how Tuco and Angel Eyes know each other. Because they, they make that comment where he's like, he's like oh, look, there's Angel Eyes. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. How do they I know each other? Yeah. Yeah. Friends, yeah. Then, yeah. yeah. And when they started having the meal, and it's just like, did you guys pull a job off or something? What, what, what was their history, I wonder? I like that they know each other, though. Yeah. It's world building. It's deep. Don't, don't, don't question it too much. Don't question it too much. It's... Well, no. It's just, <laughs> it adds a little something, you know. It no, adds I mean, a little flavor to it. Yeah, it's just like... But, like I'm saying, it's like, what was Tuco thinking? Like, I'm gonna run away and dig this, dig this body up, you know, and <laughs> it'll be okay because he'll never catch me. Well, I mean, he just did shoot a cannon at him. What, what is he gonna do? If he doesn't get it, Blondie's gonna get it because they both know the grave and the uh, cemetery. He's left with no other option, James. But just to run and try to get it as fast as he can before why, they why can get he, there. Why did he steal the horse in the first place? It's just kind of like, oh no, come on, Tuco, don't do that, dude, don't do it. 
But at least he doesn't try to kill him, right? He doesn't, or knock him out, or tie him up, or make a, you know, put a, uh, uh, you know, unhooked distributor cap on his horse. I don't know. <laughs> what an asshole if you do that, man. Jeez. Can't get my horse to start. I'm, I'm going to be late getting to work. I can't get my horse to start. My horse has a hole in it and it's leaking fluids. On. I think the battery's working. It's just not turning over. I'm going to start checking Google. I'll, I'll be there in about 45 minutes. I'm going to get, I might have to get an Uber. <laughs> you call an Uber horse? <laughs> Uber. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Uber stock prices go up then. Mr. Ed, pick you up. Yeah. Trailer. Yeah, I don't have anything else here right now on my first page, so let's play the trailer for the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll be back.
we're back. That was the trailer for The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. You mean the climax for The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Yeah, they did show a lot of the end. Yeah. What was up with that? <laughs> like, that was the last fourth of the trailer, and like, you get to the movie, you're like, huh, I wonder what, wonder what the end's going to be yeah. while you're watching well, the movie. Well, once you get to the end of a three-hour movie, you will have forgotten <clears throat> the trailer. No, that okay, point, point taken. <laughs> Well, when you you see the trailer and then all of a sudden they're introducing the characters to each other, like, well, we, we know that it's going to happen. Yeah. Definitely. And, but they introduced them wrong, though. Like, yeah. uh, they, they, Well, they did it right, and then they went back and they switched it up a little bit to let you know that sometimes you can be bad and ugly. Is there anybody really good in this? I mean, is Clint Eastwood really that good? <sighs> Boomer says no. No, not really. No, there's not really a good in this. No. Well, I guess Clint Eastwood doesn't kill Tuco at the end, so I guess that makes him good in this world. He, he, he gives a dying kid his coat. That's right. And, and, a, um, and a drag of a cigarette. And, yeah. Not the whole thing, though. Well, I mean, he, he, he takes the, it back. He's right. like, put this in your mouth for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> he loves, he loves, like, you know... As I'm sharing. Will you try that? Wait, wait, what's coming next? This has been in my mouth for the last three hours. Hey, dead man, you can't have that. I want it back now. <laughs> what? You no, have no more so use gross. for this. Let the dead man have this. Well, even like Tuco's going around finding all the campfires, and he, he picks up all the cigars and smokes them. Oh, that's an amazing montage. <laughs> that, that is I a, love that. I was thinking about that. That is a, showing how he's tracking him down, you know, just that... And it's such a simple thing, him just coming, you know... To see how long, if it's still burning. Yeah, how hot the fire is. And then when he gets to the last one, he pulls out the uh, he pulls out the the cigar and starts stoking it back up. And it, yeah, yeah, he gets that look of satisfaction on his face. He's yeah, like, it's oh, like, oh it's like we're kissing again. I mean, well, you know, this is probably one of the best examples of show don't tell. Oh, no doubt, because most of this movie is is silent. And you know, it's just that. Uh, yeah, I, I like that montage sequence. I also really love the Tuco and the gun shop uh, montage sequence where he's putting together, where he's taking all the the different guns and putting them together. And dude, he builds the and, ultimate gun. Yeah, you got to find all the pieces. <laughs> and then you go out in the back and you're just like, damn! And he starts using that. That guy's got quite the target practice in his back. <laughs> no shit! Like, he was like, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> like with all the dummies and stuff yeah, that wouldn't wow. cut out. It's like, yeah. wow! That's that's a that's a lot. I think you're a little obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you gotta you gotta go test out your your firearm before you buy it. You know, come it's on. Like you walk into a video game though. Yeah. <laughs> a little I'm comic not... booky, but it's cool though. No, it, it's well. I think this whole movie is kind of. Comic booky, yeah, it's definitely yeah. that's that's a very d- comic book thing, and I think doesn't the store sh- store is great though in that scene. The oh, store is excellent. great, and, yeah. and you just kind of like okay, whatever, man, just do what you got to do and get out of here. Please don't murder me. Please don't kill me. Thank you for leaving the whiskey. I have, I have fifty dollars. I mean, a hundred. Oh, fuck, I've got two hundred bucks. That's all I got. <laughs> just get out. Oh, poor bastard. And he didn't kill him. Yeah, that's so that's, that's true. good though. Yeah, but he did rob him. He straight up robbed him. Yeah. Unlike the other guy, um, who Angel Eyes, Angel Eyes, like goes and tells the guy that he's like he's you know I'm here to kill you, and uh, you know the guy's like well I've got a thousand bucks you know uh, and you know maybe we could change your idea and he's like well okay, but when I when I when I take on a job I do finish you know see look he's still got a, you know a principal yeah. he's got principal and he's he got goes, a code he lives by and then he fills the contract he's like yeah, hey, he's he like, gave me the money so you know what's gonna oh, do I, I love when he goes back and he's like well you know he did give me a thousand dollars to kill you so I mean oh dude yeah with the pillow oh that the is pillow is so the awesome. pillow is insane like dude, what do you think that's about was that he just didn't want to be point blank to 
to see. Get uh, shot in I the thought head he was or... just trying to muffle the shots just a little. I mean, he just five it. shots into the middle yeah, of the pillow. Yeah, just blah, yeah. Blah, it doesn't blah, seem like blah, he's too worried about that. I know that. why Leon wanted it, so we could have that fucking pillow smoking. smoking. Oh, yeah, that was, that was so cool. Yeah. yeah. So you put a charge in the pillow, too, instead of in the yeah. guy's face. It's a little hard to do. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's that's also, it's probably better for makeup to not shoot five bullets into someone's head. Right. That would have looked pretty terrible, probably. It probably would have looked like Clint Eastwood's face. And, and they did right. some right. dangerous <laughs> effects in this. Like, there's there's one scene where they're, like, uh, yeah. they're down in a bunker and shit's blowing up. And this kid, like, runs in and drops something off. And then he takes off running back. And he runs into an explosion that it explodes. Oh, yeah. And he, that... mi- he misses it by, like, uh, by like a two feet. And, like, that, that timing of that, I'm like, holy shit. You can imagine, like, okay, we're going to do that again? No, we're not. You got that in one take, right? I'm not running back into that explosion like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, they were. I think they were pretty unsafe. They seemed like they were pretty unsafe. Uh, Whoa. Who was it that was, uh, it was, it was Eli uh, Wallach that was complaining uh, about the safety conditions, right? Um, something like, a, one of the, like the train when he gets his uh, handcuff from the... Uh, the dead guy that he severed to or right. tied to he's trying to get the train to come through well apparently there was like some steps and you can see them yeah, yeah he didn't know that they were going to be there he's like if i got up just a little later you're taking the top of his head off excellent yeah. whoa and, and then information there's, you need to know buddy there's the, right. the 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 point where he's talking uh it's like uh you know clint had been around him a little more and uh so uh, Sergio was telling him, like, you guys are going to be, when the, the bridge blows, you guys are going to be right here when it blows, right here. <laughs> and, and Eastwood goes, uh, Sergio, where are you going to be? Oh, I'm going to be way up there on the hill. I was like, I think we'll be up there on the hill. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be next to the director. Yeah. yeah. Smart. Oh, man. Yeah, it seemed like it was a little jank. That's a where, little dicey? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it did. Can we talk about the mechanics of that bomb setup, that, that rig that they did? Like, how did they get the uh, the bridge to explode at one time? Massive amounts of explosive. I know, but, like, they run a cable, and you light one in, yeah, and it doesn't have to travel down each one. Uh, yeah, you know, you would think that's why they're doing it, but I guess when one went off, they all went off, so why did they... Why did they tie them all together? So Does it work that way? I, I don't know. no idea. That's how it looks in the movie. Because <laughs> they don't go off individually. It, it is goes one boom. boom yeah, it is one big boom. It's gone. Like, how did they do that? Yeah. <laughs> You know, I don't know. Like, when they pull out the dynamite, it does kind of look like Warner Brothers Looney Tunes dynamite. It does. You know, yeah. It does. The way it's already packed That's together. what dynamite looks like, though. Does it come bundled like that with a white string around it? <laughs> if it does, that's amazing. Does it, say, does it say Acme on the case, right? <laughs> it's really funny with them it running with It does say Acme that. on the case. Did you guys <laughs> no. see that? it says explosive. Oh, no, there was, there was one where it did say Acme. Oh, it's that's in the, amazing. It's in the gun, um, the gun where, where he's... Tuco's putting the gun together. I, I, I love them running with that on the gurney, and then it's sliding around on the gurney. And I was just thinking about how many takes that they, you know, those dudes in that sh- in that scene are thinking, keep it on the gurney, keep it on the gurney, keep it on the gurney, keep it. I guarantee it because I mean, like, it, it, it you, you know that it's fallen off of there during some of these takes. So they have to go over all this different terrain down, you know, down yeah. down to the ocean side. You know, I don't know. And they don't cover that in that many shots. It's only no, like two it, shots, it, right? I'm not or sure how more? many edit. It, it feels like it's like they track the entire thing. Um, man, yeah, I didn't. I mean, it's how do they move ones. the camera there? <laughs> what are they doing there? That would have to be a dolly, right? If they're it's tracking a long that. dolly. I haven't. I, you know what? I, I can't remember. I don't, I don't I'm know how, else how, you how would, are they moving these cameras in them. So it would massive, have to be right. Right? It would either yeah. be that or handheld or on there's no way it's handheld. Those are, yeah. There's no way they put a crane out there, right? For a million dollars in Italy. In Spain? 
I I don't know. I wasn't there. Yeah, I don't I, either. I, I would like I, to see. I would like to see some uh, some uh, photos, some production photos of what they did. Man, I have seen very little. Yeah, even the book I have on uh, Eastwood doesn't have any production stills. It's just stills from the the film, like the lobby cards. But yeah, they couldn't afford a set photographer. Well, they they showed a couple, I guess, in the documentary on the uh, on the DVD, but not a whole lot. Yeah. It's that's interesting. You know, it sounded, yeah. I I don't know. They sound like they didn't have a lot of money for a lot of things. They, of, of course, they didn't because they're not recording sound. You know, it's insane. Not even a scratch track. <laughs> yeah, they're not recording sound. Well, what's the point? He said that when you would ad lib, he was Leon would be fine with you ad libbing, but you just have to keep up with what, what you're ad libbing because you'd have to remember it to when you when they go back to dub it what it was. That's insane. I, well, I mean, can you imagine like for fistful of dollars going back and dubbing that movie? It was uh, like four years in between that that he did the dub session. That how it takes that long to do that? Well, it, that, well, it's how long it took for the movie to come I mean, over here. To the cutting United tape States. and like splicing things in and like my god, dude. Well, uh, the dub editor for this movie was talking about he spent like a whole day on one line. Yeah, it's the line where the uh, the band is playing and they're torturing uh, Tuco, where, where Angel Eyes and, and his uh, yeah. main gooner and uh, the guard looks up and says. Uh, they stop playing for a second, and he says, uh, "Looks up and says more feeling." And uh, he was they were trying to put in uh, play louder, but it just the the guy wasn't he, he was not speaking English. So whatever language he was, he was just trying to fit something that would go in there. And it took him a whole day to figure out more feeling. Wow, well, online, a whole day for that. Well, I mean, that. you got to think on your feet. You got you got to be creative. You know, you got to keep the intention there and also make it fit. I was even thinking about the um, <clears throat> it just working the way that they had to work in, in, in that exact same scene where it cuts back in that scene where the violin player stops playing because he's so like overwhelmed because he knows that somebody's getting their ass beat in there, right? Uh, they, that's the whole purpose of playing at this moment. Uh, and then they're like, keep playing! you know. But then the music comes back in. I was like, oh man, they're having to splice all this score in and out and just to get this to, to happen to the way that they're doing it. Well, the point of it, I don't know what the real point of it is. I, other than it, it, it gives you a soundtrack, a natural going soundtrack, and, and, yeah. and, and, and seems strange and, and adds that. But you know, it doesn't make a lot of sense like why it, they would... It doesn't, to... but, but it seems like this is something that they do there. Yeah. You know, this is something that these people have had to do multiple times. This is their yeah. this well, is, is That's way. what they explained it, yeah. Oh, it, they, the they were way. covering up his screens i mean yeah. yeah yeah so the colonel or no it wasn't the colonel what is, i forget what they what his rank was the guy that was in charge of that prison oh like, so he won't know about it yeah because Man. he i don't know he gets all pissed and angelized. it's a comic book it's a comic book movie go on yeah well no he has a he has a scene with it because like uh, angel eyes wants to like um Oh, he, he, I don't know. He was he was beating hey, yeah. up Tuco in the beginning, and hey, then right. the commander calls him in. And he's like, "You got to stop this." Hey, yeah, and he's kind of he's like, you know, I may not be able to stop you now. Yeah, yeah it's getting. I don't know. I, like he's was, like somehow he's come over and just run the guy over and taking control of the camp. Well, he, well, he did say he had like gangrene in his leg or some shit yeah. like that. Can't get around that well. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, you're not going to be around. <laughs> I mean, if if he can't see it's you out cold, of his window man. with his telescope, you know. <laughs> He's just locked in there like Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on out there? It's kind of quiet today. There's only well, no help. Playing some nice music, but that's good. It's good for morale. Mm, yeah, it's good morale boosting. I've <laughs> <laughs> uh, heard the song played so slowly before. <laughs> uh, what do you What do you guys think of the? Uh, I guess we haven't addressed it yet, but the uh, the, the anti-war 
scenes where they constantly like uh, are running into wounded soldiers, and we have the the drunk captain at the bridge battles. He's just like fuck this bridge, fuck this war. It's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it when he's drinking. Like how much he drinks, and he gives the Eastwood the bottle, and he, he turns it up. And he goes like, uh, you know, you wouldn't, you're not cut out for this. Takes <laughs> it. Oh, you're going to be an officer. <laughs> you're the future, sir. Yeah. Oh, I really, I really like that actor. He's probably my favorite uh, outside of the the three in the movie. He's he was really good. Yeah, he stands out in his scene. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. And you know, um, his death scene's kind of impactful. Yeah, because he's waiting to. He's just waiting to. He's having the medic just keep him alive like, yeah. until he can hear that bridge bar. Yes, thank God. So he, he was in on it. He knew, or yeah. did he just? Well, yeah, Eastwood t- told him before okay. he went off. Yeah, well, he's and he's. I mean, that's the whole thing. Still, do you know how many times I've, bl- I've blown that bridge up in my mind <laughs> up here? Do you know how many times? <laughs> it's a crime just to think about it. All right. Well, they execute his plan yeah. to the T. But yeah, no, that, that 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 that's a good scene. Yeah, it's good. It, it does take me out of, off guard that you have this. I'm searching for the gold, and there just happens to be a war. Yeah, on, there's just that's happens just to be a backdrop war going on, this. and they're they're dancing through it. Yeah, they're trying to get through it. It's like we don't care about your war. We're just trying to get some money. Um, th- that's kind of, of the way. Yeah, that's kind of the that's all three of them are kind are kind of that way, except. Uh, it seems like uh, Angel Eyes is, has a... Uh, he's swinging for one side. Yeah, well, he's, he's at least he's, he's using it right. to his advantage. He's using it to his advantage. And he's like, I don't know, he's, my, he's the one I, I want to die at the end. He's a dick. Well, yeah, he's, he, he's, he's the current... Yeah, he's evil. Yeah. yeah, he's pretty much evil in this. He's the bad and the ugly. He's great. According the, to the trailer, you're right. Trailer. <laughs> That's right. We're setting that up. Man, trailer tells the whole movie. Tuco, I just love Tuco yeah, in this movie. Eli Wallach in this movie is amazing. How he got, how Leon, uh managed to cast Eli Wallach in this to play this part is is just wonderful. He just inhabits the role. He makes it come alive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's <laughs> he's funny. He's uh, <laughs> Oh, he's definitely funny. He's definitely funny. He's and definitely. smarmy. Oh, man. <laughs> He's the rattiest, weaseliest dude ever. And but he, you love him. And you, st- you do love him in the end. And he's he's tough. He's uh, he's smart. He's, I mean, he doesn't have much uh, book smarts. He can't read. But he's pretty clever. But, man, uh, and talk about tenacious. When he tracks you know, Cleese Eastwood down, it's just like at the end of this, it's like, well, you don't think Tuco's going to stop looking for you, Blondie. I don't think, you know, you left there. Angel Eyes has got a gun over there, and it's still in there. There's a horse floating around here somewhere. Nothing good can come out of this. Well, I mean, he should. If if he's smart, he would just take the money. Take the money and go. And go. But, yeah, he's he's, uh, he's, not, he's not the smartest. He lets his feelings it's a lot of money, sometimes. Dude. He's got a lot of money. You could do a lot with that back then. You just need to go find some place with margaritas. That's right. He, he got his half, man. Yeah, just just go. Just go be done and just worry about keeping it. Yeah, but you know, it's the principal. He's already tracked him down once. Well, I'm, yeah, maybe Eastwood should have, should have just let him hang. The the sequel, it's not gonna. Mm, That's what happened to well. Shorty or that other guy. You know, they he, he's playing, he's running, he's running the game with another guy, and then the dude uh, uh, Tuco comes up on him and puts a gun on him and wait on Shorty. The legless guy? <clears throat> they call him Shorty or something like that, but it, it's not the legless guy. It's somebody oh, okay. else. 
they, they let him hang. Oh, yeah, yeah. When, he, when <laughs> he's 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 playing the part that Tuco used to. He's like he's like, and he's got the gun on him. And he looks at me. He's like, save Shorty, and he's like, get up. And he's like, sorry, Shorty. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, that is, that's kind of awful. It's <laughs> fucked up, man. He's it's like, all right, man, you're going to save me, right? Yeah. No, don't worry, man. I got you. I got you. I've done this a thousand times. I don't think anybody can make that shot. Bro, I can make the shot. You're right. <laughs> all right. Ooh. You wouldn't have uh, much time to realize that things went <laughs> We're bad. South. So when you say he's good, you know, uh, like, uh, you know. Well, and, well, Tuco would, would have killed him. We're like, bro, so. let me at least get the shot off and then we can get out of here. Yeah. It adds something to the movie, though. That, oh, does, yeah. that, that whole thing does. It adds like a, ooh. Oh, that's, yeah, that, that's a fucked up scene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, to, but to be fair, you know, it, the dude did have a, a bounty, and he was a bad person, so whatever, he deserved it, I guess. Same way as Tuco. Yeah. Right. I guess right. If, I, if any of them died, it's a giant list of crimes. It. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. It's very Jack Sparrow. That, that, obviously oh, where that yeah. Jack Sparrow came from. No the doubt. Whole, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. yeah right. Okay, yeah, exactly I can totally right. see that. Yeah. yeah, it's totally. That's from Tuco. Yeah. Nice, nice connection there. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely having fun with this role and this performance. Oh, my God. He's, and he's so good at it. He just, it, it's, he's just such a great character in this movie. Um, Oh well, another character. Well, I, I would say it's a character. It's 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 not a person, but uh, I, the score in this movie is almost another character. It's oh, something man. that is just so textured and rich. One of the greatest scores ever. Yeah, it's amazing. It really is. Uh, yeah, you know, like it, it kind of gives you a uh, the beginning of the movie is kind of quiet, and then the first time that score like pops in, it's like really heavy. I can't remember the exact scene, but it's it comes in really quick and the opening credits. Yeah, it's the very beginning. Really, they, they do there's the, another time where something like uh, something happens. It's like that. I don't think I wrote it down. Damn it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. I, yep. Sorry. Oh, I was. Uh, I figured my, I'd trigger you. My my <laughs> my favorite one is the uh, the 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 coyote or wolf call or whatever they're trying to do with that score when uh, Clint Eastwood when he's gonna cut the rope on Tuco's neck for the first time. You see that you see that smoke come out and you hear that. And it's just like, oh, that's so sexy, man. Oh. A real guy shooting under the table. When he shoots under the table, oh, the, 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 the oh, music comes in really heavy right there. Yeah. Yes. So it's like when, when that when that music comes in, you're like, holy shit. It's like instant excitement. Dude, I love it when he shoots the fucking kid. The older son that's coming down <laughs> oh, the fucking... Oh, man, yeah, dude. And he just doesn't even miss a beat. He's he just, just turns like, around. Poof. Yeah. It is cold. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great sequence. And every time I, I watch it, I, I think it's the uh, it's the little boy you see in the very beginning riding the donkey. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. No doubt. Not, yeah. yeah, it's not. It's, it's an older one, but yeah. They, well, they show you the picture. It's got the four yeah, pieces. the whole family. Quick, so you though. know, it is it is quick. It's like damn, you shot the little kid, and then the mom comes in. Oh, dude, faints. So you got her POV. But he didn't <laughs> he didn't kill them though. So he's he's not he's not with that odd. Yeah, he's not like uh, Frank and. Uh, and uh, once upon a time in the West, Frank would have just killed everybody. Yeah. He just killed the kids and everybody. And burned down the house. And bur- yeah. <laughs> just for good measure. Yeah. Once upon yeah. a time in the West, Frank would just, yeah, yeah he, he's, he's, he's certifiable. Which we should also buy. That's another, uh, that's the, uh, is that the Western he did after this? Or did he did uh, that James Colburn movie in between? Uh, Fistful of Dynamite, or oh yeah, that's whatever. got that weird one of the titles. I, I think it's a Fistful of Dynamite. I'm not sure which one of the uh, those. Uh, I I thought it was a Fistful of Dynamite, and then and then that, but I'm not sure about what year, year they came out. Um, I thought Once Upon a Time in the West might have been his last. Yeah, I think that was his last western. I think you're right. Yeah, 
But that's a it, that's a really, really, really good movie. If, if you like The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, I highly recommend Once Upon a Time in the West. Yeah, and then uh, Fistful of Dynamite's really interesting because James Coburn plays a uh, IRA terrorist on the run in Mexico. Oh, man. James Coburn's a badass dude. Yeah, he's he's great in it. Yeah. I do miss Clint Eastwood, though. And he got, has no Clint Eastwood stare. Oh, and then you've got Rod Steiger is kind of the Tuco character in it. And, and he's kind of, they got Rod Steiger and they're kind of doing a Tuco. I forgot that was yeah. him. You're right. Yeah. Man, that guy shows up. I feel like I'm just, I'm, yeah, watching movies a lot with him showing up every now and again. Made, and then made a lot of good westerns. Yes. Uh, well, I think those and the movies we're talking about right now. Yeah. I, man, I do. <laughs> I sure do. I, I like this. Now, what did you think about this movie? Since this I think this one? movie was excellent. I think it was shot really well. Uh, the acting's great. Sound score, amazing. Oh, yeah. The score is well, just amazing. Once I could get over the ADR, you know, stuff, I was like, oh, so that's that's what... All the bad lip sync. Yeah, I mean, that, like I said, it, 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 is kind of, it feels like an anime. It, 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 it is kind of like a bad... <laughs> it would be easy to do a... A bad rhythm. They're, try, they're trying to match the lip flaps, you know, with the... Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the lip flaps are all moving from. Yeah. <laughs> hit the flaps, hit the flaps. <laughs> It must have been nuts trying to act on these as an actor. Can you imagine? Because it had uh, to be. you know, uh, so uh, Sergio Leone didn't ha- didn't have a really strong uh, grasp of English. So uh, he and I think Eli Wallach spoke a little broke, uh, broken French, and he would speak to him in French, and that's how they would communicate. They say in the, the special features. Wow, that's so, nuts. So and. You have actors who are performing together who don't speak the same language. You can't communicate. So insane. And then they're talking about uh, Eastwood saying some of these things like, you know, and they didn't wouldn't do closed sets and stuff so that you'd be performing and you would see over somebody's shoulder that, uh, you know, just right there, out in the back of the shot, there are people playing Frisbee out there and they're not being quiet about it because they're not recording dialogue, you know. <laughs> Actually, that, that, that's a good point. You bring that up is because in the, the, the last shot of the movie, next to the last shot of the movie. Are you going to tell me there's a Frisbee that flies through flame? At the top right of the frame, over um, over Tuco's shoulder, as he's watching um, you know, dude run off into the sunset or whatever, yeah. you can see a car or something driving off. There, 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 oh, it, wow. There's, there's movement, there's movement in the back of the frame. And I was like, holy shit, there's a, there's, there's, you know, a bogey in the shot. I'll show it to you before we do. Oh, man. Yeah, evidently no, don't. They didn't. I don't want to see it. I don't want to really? see it, man. No, because then I'll look at it every time. Uh, it, it, pop, like, it, it pops straight to me. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, see, Evan, I'm always looking for Clint Eastwood. I'm like, oh, wait, which trees he popping No, no, out? no. It's the other shot. It's, oh, it's the thought, answer to that. So it's it's over Tuco's shoulders, uh, his left shoulder, right side of the frame, right th- right top of the frame. Oh, it's Tuco's shot. Yeah, it's it's behind him, like, in the cemetery. Like, like the, there's, like, the really? other side of the cemetery, there's people. I think it's, like, a car driving or something over there. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. All it, I remember seeing in, behind in the deep him focus. those uh, tombstones. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Go back and rewatch that. It must have been really interesting because it sounds like there wasn't much of a lockdown. It sounded like there could, there could be things going on right off set, like people talking, having conversations, you know, making spaghetti. I don't know. This <laughs> is a spaghetti western. Right. It, it did sound like chaos, anarchy, but you don't know. Some fun, fun as well. Try, try not to let anybody blow you up or shoot you or run you over with a horse or whatever they're gonna do. Train, you know, yeah. it's just decapitation, James. It's right. just a head. You don't really need it. Nah. <sighs> I guess we should bring up this is number nine on uh, the uh, IMDb top two fifty list. Really, number yeah. nine. 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 Wow. Holy shit! Yeah. Wow. 
spat off the top ten. Did you know? Oh, I don't. Oh. I didn't. I didn't write down the top oh, ten no, off. I, yeah, sorry. But number nine is really impressive. That is impressive. Number nine. I know Godfather one and two is up there. I know Dark Knight's up there. Twelve eight. Oh man, let's let's go look. I I feel like I now that you said that I I fucking need to know. We'll be back in a moment. No, uh, Shawshank is one. We should know that. We we covered that. Shawshank is number one. Shawshank Redemption is number one. Wow. Godfather two. I like Shawshank, but number one? Number one. Wow. Uh, Godfather Part 2 is number three. Dark Knight's four. Twelve Angry Men is five. Six is Schindler's List. Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, Pulp Fiction. And number nine, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Now, wait a minute. Who made these lists? These are just user votes. Oh, on user votes. Okay. Okay, I got you. All right. Number nine. Wow. I, you know, I like this. I was wondering how. I'm glad that you're here. That you have seen this because I wonder how. You know, I grew up with this movie, and I love it. But I was wondering how the new generation feels about it. If it's if it's long for them, you know, if it's. I don't think a lot of people will be able to sit through this movie being so damn long. Um, I was just more like enamored with. The the technological aspects of actually making this and the seeing time. and seeing Clint Eastwood young oh my god and he's so and, and the, sometimes I think he's got this like face at this time in his life where he can look really old or he can look kind of young there's there's like scenes where he like comes there's a scene where he's got like a black thing around his neck and he comes around the corner and he's standing there he looks like he's twenty years younger than he is in any, any other shots in the movie yeah it's the lighting or something right there I think it's the lighting I'm like whoa holy shit like he looks so young right there because when they have just the hard lighting on him and you see every wrinkle when you've just got that hard daylight on him yeah you know you see every wrinkle in somebody's face and then when they you can see you can see it looks very lit at points in this when they come around corners and stuff they look very lit you know it doesn't it looks like oh boy but that's cool though that's that's their hero shot that's their moment you know I like it I I liked everything I like the movie. I like the movie. I would just Why wonder how your younger audience feels about it. I I did think some of those uh, those pans, those uh, really long telephoto pans in the graveyard. I was like, well, they're really pushing that, especially the ones that are just pans of like greenery, you know. And then, man, I, I love those, man. All right, here you go, Brian. What are you showing me? The end? Huh? Yeah, I was going to show you that. It's the tip of some. I don't. I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to see a car. All right, hold on. Here we go. I'll, I'll show you. Right. Look right here next time it cuts, right? Next time it cuts back to here, look right here. Right there. See it moving? Oh, God damn, that is a car. Yeah, there's a car in the back of the Let's shot. See. I've got to rewind it. That's, right, uh, yeah. It's a uh, it's car or cart of some kind. All right, so look. God, look right here at the tip sucks, of my finger. Man. Right there. See it moving? Mm-hmm. It's in, yep. it, it's 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 in the deep back. It's in the folk. But but the what? it's right to the left of his cheek, and it just caught my eye that there's That movement. could be an insect. No, <laughs> I, I've That's watched like it a many box times. <laughs> no, if it was an insect, they would have added a sound effect in. If you want to uh, check that out, I'll tell you the actual time uh, time code, <laughs> just to show you. It's at two hours and fifty four minutes and thirty seven seconds. Two hours, fifty four <laughs> minutes, and what? Thirty seven seconds. Thirty seven seconds. This is a long, <laughs> long movie. So there's only another four more minutes before the end, though. So there you go. Yeah, it has. Uh, let's. See. <laughs> It's four minutes and ten seconds left. Oh, four minutes, ten seconds. So look at that. Four minutes and ten seconds from the end. Go back and check the deep focus movement. I don't they feel this movie is length, out. though. Do, do you guys, <laughs> you guys feel it? Ah, yeah, there, man. Yeah, yeah, I did. I get into the rhythm of it. By the time the title cards are off the screen, I'm in the it, rhythm of the movie. It's just so hard to shut down for three hours. You know, there's some trimming that could happen. 
there's certainly like a you could all those pans you could take a few of those out trim a few here and there mm-hmm. you could tra- trim a few minutes here i'm not saying this as much as they trimmed originally to make to uh to make the u.s copy the original one but you could trim some of it out and uh have the same movie i feel sure i i, I think you could yeah but i mean like when you, you can cut out 19 minutes like they did i mean it's 19 minutes you're like three hours. You got 19 minutes out. Like eh, I don't know. I just get into it by the time the title card's over. It's just it's the movie's pace, and it stays the same. It never changes. I think I'd have a problem with it if that happened. But if what changed the pace of the film and the the style of the shots, if you know you started getting quicker in the rhythm, I would have a problem with that. But this is constantly the same. No, there are changes in rhythm again. Those panning shots. Then and then there's the the cutting of the. Uh... There's the cutting right before the the, the drawing of the guns. The, yeah, but the, it's yeah. a it's a, you know like every film it's that roller coaster you you got to go up you got to go down you got to build suspense but then you have to release it build it back up again. <laughs> I, I just think of Tuco on the on the horseback with the the parasol with the little balls <laughs> hanging off of it while Blondie's coming over yes. the, little Blondie's coming over there and he's he's taking the the, the, the water thermos and putting yeah. it on his fingers and he just uh, his face. patting his face yeah. with it over his lips. <laughs> Oh no! I like when he sits down. And he like puts the water in that bowl, and he's like <laughs> putting his feet in it. And he's <laughs> like, "You want some water?" <laughs> he's like dip, dunking his feet with some feet tea. Oh, that is so gross! But you know, I was also and he still thinking, didn't get to drink it. No, he doesn't get to drink it. But I was thinking that he's like, "Yes, I will." I'm sure you're dying. What a dick! You're out there in the sand, and he just dips his uh, foot in water, and then you know he put his foot down in the sand, and then he takes that and he puts that down inside the boot. Man, you ever had sand in your shoe? Yeah. Man, Tuco don't care. Man. Tuco don't give a shit. Tuco's a bad motherfucker, dude. Yeah, walking around in cowboy boots, like they're all ripped up with no socks on, with he, sand in your shoe. He was gonna like dry his foot off on the back of Clint Eastwood, dude. That's what he was gonna do. Yeah, that get over and lick my feet clean. Depends <laughs> <laughs> oh, on how thirsty you are, boy. <laughs> my tongue is too dry. I have no spit, Tuco. <laughs> and when he's trying to get the information out of Bill Carson, I'll give you some water. I'll give you some water. Give me where? Where? Where's the grape? Water. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn, don't die. Don't die yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll get you water. Oh, yeah, those are great. Even when uh, Clint Eastwood does find out the information, he's like, come on, buddy, you're going to die. I would tell you. <laughs> yeah, I'll get the money, and then I'm going to honor you for the rest of my life. I swear. I swear. Man. God. Well, it's good to know that I have a good friend <laughs> next to me to keep me safe. <laughs> oh, it's priceless. And yet he still, even after all that, feels sorry for him when his when after Tuco has that run in with his brother, you know, and Eastwood overhears him. My brother's always happy to see me. Yeah, he's always willing to I'm give so me some full. soup. Oh man, I'm so full. I love my brother's soup. My brother makes the best fucking soup. Nothing like a cigar after a meal. <laughs> here, I want to hear. You can put this in your mouth. It's been in mine for three days. <laughs> and a dead guy's. Uh... <laughs> Well, not yet. Good collective juices, you know. Oh, man. Uh, we at the end here, guys? I think we are, Brian. Yeah. All right, guys. We ready for a rating? Anybody? <laughs> what? Yeah, well, what, what are we going to Sure. You go. Go. I'm going to give it a 10. Uh, it's a good movie. It's a great movie. Camera works great. The acting's great. Um, Don't forget that soundtrack's amazing. Uh, yeah. I think uh, Ecstasy of Gold and the, uh, the main theme, and even the... Um, I like the the theme when they see the Confederate soldiers and that big battle, uh, whatever. Oh man, that is just so, that's so pretty. Fuck, the music is good. Yeah, Very it's operatic. Great. Um, yeah, yeah. 
It's good, yeah. That's the whole movie's good. It's a, it's very dramatic, and I know some people. That, that's the thing I would I would wonder with the, with like a, a newer audience is not so much like the, the pace of it. I think people could get down with the pace. It's just how big and over the top the film is. Right. Oh, I love it. I, again, Tuco. He makes the film for me because he's so big and over the top. I mean, I think uh, Sergio Leone got very lucky when he found Eli Wall to do this. Oh, man, he got lucky with all those. I think everybody. Yeah, everybody's great, but yeah. Eli Wall is especially good in this. And dude, everyone's costumes and they're like, those are silhouettes are great. It's interesting you say that because like that probably wouldn't happen today, even though he would be great for the role. That you know they wouldn't allow that to happen because you know you'd need a Mexican actor to come in and play the role. Sure. So it's yeah. interesting. It's interesting what what happens. Well, that, that would, yeah, I don't know. That'd probably be the better way to go. But uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's a very good Mexican actor. He just, he, he is good. At no, this no point doubt. in time, yeah. at this point in time, doing this, he 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 nailed the part. He was fantastic in the part. I'm sorry, he's not Mexican. I'm sorry, he's a Jewish guy. <laughs> uh, I, I, I I I I think he's he's magnificent, and I'm glad he did the role. I'm sorry that a Mexican guy didn't get a job. <laughs> I also have to... Uh, I like how you apologize for the filmmakers. I also have to apologize for uh, for Orson Welles. Uh, I'm very sorry about, uh, you know, painting up... Uh, Charlton uh, Heston. Heston. <laughs> really sorry about painting up Charlton Heston. It was okay, dude, because he grew, he grew a better mustache. Okay? Vargas. Vargas. <laughs> <laughs> So what's your rating there, uh, young James? I'll give it a 10, too. You know, I, I, I grew up on this film. I love this film. I grew up on the film that uh, before they restored it, you know, and uh, I watched it on TV, you know, when I was a kid. And, and uh, yeah, I love the movie. I, I can't get over that. I can't change that. I, it's it's part of my makeup. So I, I absolutely adore the film. Well, great. I also agree. Having only seen it once, I think it's an excellent film. I'll roll in with a 10 as well. But also, this being Listener Request Month. Who, who requested oh, this one? Shit. It was Joel, right? Was this Joel? Yeah. Thank you, Joel. Who was last week's? Oh, uh, it was uh, Twitter user Trilla Titan. Well, thank you, I Trilla think, Titan. Yeah. I hope that's right, Brian. I, I hope so, too. Uh, <laughs> Shout-outs yes. to you guys. Thanks for throwing in movies. Yeah, right. So, so we, we got City of God and here we are with Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Both 10s. Oh my God! City of God is so good. I yeah. City of God, City a nine, of God is so. so good. You gave City of God what? I gave it a nine. You, you gave nine. City of God a nine. Yeah, what a nine. the Go fuck is wrong listen. with you? Uh, he, he, yeah, was, he was yeah, trashing yeah. it the entire fucking hour, man. What the no, fuck what? is wrong? This is probably the best movie. It, it, it's like, no, what are you talking it's, about? It's, a nine is a great rating. Like just because City I, of God is an incredible. Whoa, you are please. blowing blowing well, me he's out. He's really here. serious about it. Apparently, he should have been here last week. City of God is fantastic. No, it's a fantastic movie, but it's after the music, we're gonna go jump back into City of God. This is what a 10 looks like. City of God is what a 9 looks like. No, City of God is definitely a 10. Anyway, you guys have been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. You want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the Movie Crew, crew spelled C-R-E-W-E, extra at the end of the word crew at gmail.com. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Movie Crew Pod. Subscribe, rate, review on iTunes. Oh, sorry, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Yeah, all that stuff, wherever you listen to your podcast. Jared, where can they follow you, good man? Okay, there's a long list. <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> Buckle up, get out your pen. It's time to fucking follow a motherfucker. Anyways, you can find me on Instagram at CheckTheGate or Drinking This. You can find me on Twitter at Jared B. Callen or my other fine podcast, Tour Stories on iTunes. 
There you go. You guys can follow. New album dropping. Sorry. What? No. What? <laughs> oh my god. Just like it doesn't stop. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Elkins Edits, and we're gonna be closing out the show tonight. All right, so we're gonna be playing um, track number nineteen from the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly soundtrack. Uh, no, we're gonna play ta- track twenty. We're gonna mix it up. The Ecstasy of Gold from composer Enrico Maricone. Enjoy. Uh-huh. 